doing how are we doing when you are we all right are we all right fucking better be all right it's weird that question isn't it because like you never actually want a real answer it's just like a fucking it's just an extension of hello are you all right or how you doing because all you want to hear is yeah i'm fine are you you don't want to actually hear well you know i've got fucking problems with the wife money problem blah 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 anyway um Welcome to, oh, it's episode 17. You can nearly, nearly drink alcohol legally in England. You can now drive at 17, so that's good. Uh, I think this is uh, the longest gap I've had between episodes, I think. It's just, it's, it's hot or weather, you know, I'm just a bit busier and I don't want to stay in and do this crap. Um, so yeah, just nicer weather, so I prefer to be outside. I just just feel a bit busier. I'm never like fully busy, but you know, uh, I've been sort of with vaccines coming and the world slowly getting back to normal. I've been looking at all my uh, all my holidays that I'm planning. There was I planned them for 2020, cancelled. Then I planned them for 2021, cancelled. So now I'm thinking, you know, the next the next eighteen months ish, I'll hopefully go to a few places. Uh, Taiwan, Russia, Japan are the ones I want to do. Uh, anyway, so let's just fucking do first song, eh? This is Lotich, and the song is called Heterocetera. <laughs> Oh, 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 
Lotich, heterocetera. Thought I'd start off with a weird one. Oh, that was a bit weird. But start off with a weird one. Do a, do a bit of a weird one. Just make you think, what is going on? Uh, that's, that's another one of those dance music you can't dance to sort of tunes, isn't it? Uh, I like it, though. I actually saw them perform that live. Or I saw them play live a long time ago, many years ago, in a club in London. And no one, it, it, no one was like properly dancing. It was just like everyone was like all stood in the same, the face in the same direction towards the DJ booth, and they were just kind of like stomping, you know, like a sort of slow stomp as if they're on like a treadmill. And I was looking around. I was like, yeah, you can't fucking dance to this, and we are in a nightclub. But it was good though. Uh, anyway. Let's do oh let's do the movie review. Let's let's have the movie review first. So I mentioned what uh, maybe last episode or whenever uh, I went down a bit of a, a found footage rabbit hole where I kind of I was listening to a podcast about them and was doing a bit of research on like looking at lists of like good ones to watch like underrated ones maybe or ones that went off went under the radar a little bit um, and uh, I went. I, came across one that was getting lots of good reviews called Lake Mungo. It's an Australian movie, Australian. And now it's it's it, it's considered found footage, but I would say it's more under the mockumentary genre, which I suppose those two do sort of uh, blend a bit, but it's more of a mockumentary than a found footage film. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was very good. I will say it was very good. It was um it was not like found footage can do like the shock, the jump scares quite easily, uh, and be successful. And it didn't have them really. It was more of an eerie, or zoom into that photograph. What the fuck's that at the back? Sort of um, scariness, you know. Like it, yeah. It was more eerie and uneasy. Uh, like it's a, a lot of supernatural stuff, um, but yeah, not like just super fucking. <laughs> You know, like the the violin strings go, and then like something really loud and scream. It, it wasn't that sort of horror. It was a bit more, bit more subtle, a bit more reserved with its with its scariness. But it was very good. Uh, it's very well acted, and obviously, like a lot of horror movies, it's not just about fucking a ghost story. It's about you know, it's it's about grief really. It's about coming to terms with the death of a loved one, that sort of thing. Um, but it was very good. My criticism of it is it was doing a lot of like red herrings and leaving you, taking you down a path, but they would quickly dispel them so quickly, like within five minutes. And it just, it felt, because it just felt a bit jumbled, a bit pulped up because of that. I was just like, what was the point in that red herring? Because you've just disproved it literally the next scene. So that 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 was something I wasn't quite sure of, but uh, there there's a scene towards the end that is genuine genuinely terrifying. Um, I stupidly sort of read a bit about it, and I kind of was aware of how the story might. I didn't read the whole, you know, I didn't know everything. I didn't read the whole plot, but I did come across certain reviews or uh, videos that talked about certain parts. So I did like predict certain bits and it did I think it may have ruined some of the moments for me uh, but I would say if you if you go into it blind which is the best thing to do 
uh, there's a there's a bit towards the end that is genuinely fucking hot, t- terrifying. Uh, it's got lots of um, Twin Peaks sort of references in it as well. I noticed, um, but yeah, Lake Mungo. If you like mockumentary horror, um, check it out. It's really good. Uh, all right, let's go to song number two. So this is, um, I think they're from Melbourne. I do a lot of Melbourne bands here. Maybe they, maybe they got a good scene down there. Um, this is a band from Melbourne called GL, just two letters, GL, and the song is called What Happened to Us. GL, 
What Happened to Us. That's a fucking great fucking song, man. Like, I think it was about two years ago I got into that and there was a point where I was like, I was on a walk, say I was walking from A to B. I'd have that song probably on repeat like two or three times and just fucking banging it out all the time. I am I am slightly partial. I know this probably isn't very cool, but I am partial to a bit of like female vocal synth pop, you know, like soulful vocals with a lot of heavy synth pop style music. I do like a lot of that. And that one just, you know, fits the bill perfectly. Um another one, Little Dragon, I think they're Swedish, right? I remember I remember they had a they had that really big song called Wildfire with some like dubstep person and it was like the tune of the fucking summer about ten years ago. And I hated it. And I really fucking hated that song. And I think mainly because a lot of people I was hanging out with were loving it and they'd always put it on at parties. And I was like, this song's shit. But I, f- I didn't realise, I, I, I kind of disregarded Little Dragon after that. But then I actually got into Little Dragon. I was like, you know what? These guys are fucking really good. Like, they do a performance on Jules Holland um, with a song called Ritual Union. Oh, fuck me. It's, it's, it's emotional. It's fucking very good. But yeah, um, is something I noticed. Now, this is one of them kind of men are from Venus, women are from Mars, you know, one of those shit fucking outdated things. But uh, Have you noticed birds, women, love to send voice notes? Now, if I'm chatting with someone, text, 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 text. And then all of a sudden they send you a voice note and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, I actually, I tried to do it a bit myself, but I just can't get into it. I was like, is this what people do now? But I, and I don't, and it's never done really in uh, chats with lads. It's just text, 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 text. And I think, I think women do it more when it's a female to female conversation. It's, there's no texting, it's just voice note, next voice note, voice note, and they just do that back and forth. But I can't get into it. it fucking drives me mad, and I'll tell you why. When you're texting, right, you can just do whatever else. You can get on with it, anything else. You can, like, eat, I know it's a bit rude, but say you're like chatting with a mate IR, in person, IRL. And then, but you can quickly text a mate while while you're chatting to him. You can't listen to a voice note while you're doing that. Do you know what I mean? I don't know it's a bit rude to be looking at your phone while you're talking to a mate, but fuck it. Get with the times, man. It's 2021. We all look at our phones. Um, but yeah, with a tech, with a vo- voice note, you can't you can't just go. You just got to stop everything you're doing. And that's the same with you could be cleaning your room, folding clothes, doing some exercise, cooking watching a movie, whatever. If a text comes in, you can quickly glance it and read it. Plus, there's no deadline to, to respond either. You can just set, send it back whenever you whenever you want. Send, send one back whenever you want. Like, you can't do that with a phone call. Like, I can't, you know, if someone calls you, I suppose that's a different thing. But voice notes, you've got to stop everything you're doing to fucking listen to it and if it's like two minutes that's two minutes of you not being able to do anything else other than listen to this fucking voice note and yeah that's why I don't really like calling either because it's just like unless it's an emergency 
just send me it on a text. All we do on text is chit-chat. All anyone ever does is chit-chat. Unless, the only time you ring, need to ring someone is just like if it's super fucking important. So like, you know, your dog died, the house is on fire, uh, I've lost my job, you know, that sort of shit. Other than that, there's nothing else. It's just, I uh, yeah, just can't get into voice notes, man. And uh, people will say, oh, I don't like texting, I'm too tired, I don't want to use my hands, so I'll just send a message. I can kind of understand that, but, you know, just fight through the pain, just fucking send a text. Because it puts pressure on me to then stop everything I'm doing. And then I'm, it's better if you like send a voice note back. It's just like, for fuck's sake. But yeah, it's definitely something that women do more than men, voice notes. And I don't know why. Maybe there's some psychology behind that. Anyway, let's do song number three. Treble Clef, this is. This is Treble Clef, and the song is called Ghetto Quixote. Thank you. 
Treble Clef, Ghetto Quixote. Fucking bit of fucking, bit of old school in, instrumental grime. Instrumental grime. Uh, yeah, it's good that though, isn't it? I bet someone somewhere has done some fucking naughty little bars over that tune. Uh, but I'm yet to see it or come across it. Have you noticed fucking... This is like a... Uh, it's like something you just read in like a, a sci-fi novel, like a dystopia. But have you noticed people now talk about which vaccine did you get? That's a quite a common question I've seen pop up all over nowadays. Which vaccine did you get? I'm like, does it matter? Like, you know, 99.999% they're going to do the same thing, you know. I know there's, like, studies showing that certain ones might do a blood clot a bit more, or like, a higher chance or whatever, but it's like, how is that, a like, a conversation to have with people? Like, oh, I got this one. Oh, well, I got this one. Like, where does the conversation go from there? It's like, oh, well, that says a lot about you. <laughs> like, I just don't get it, man. Like, I don't know. It just, it feels like a forced conversation to me. Which vaccine did you get? It's like, do you really care which what answer I give you? Because I don't care what answer you give me. Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, anyway, fuck it. Um, right, uh, I think... I think if you watched True Detective Season 2, you will have heard of this bird. Or maybe you are just so fucking on it with music, you'll have heard of her anyway. But she played a lot of tunes on the second series of True Detective, I think. Uh, her name is Lyra Lynn, and this song is called Drive. Lyra Lynn, Drive. <laughs> Say yeah. 
Lyra Lynn. Drive. Good. Groovy. Just a bit of fucking alt country. Alt country, would you call that? I don't fucking know. I find it so hard to categorise these songs. Someone with a better ear for it, an ear palette, would understand or be able to, you know, pigeonhole them a bit better than me. Um, I booked a I booked a festival ticket for next summer the other day, so I'm I'm uh, excited about that. Um, but I think I fit with that news. I figured, oh, I should tell me tell me anecdote. Tell tell me festival anecdote. Get your festival anecdote out for the lasses. Uh, so here's my f- festival anecdote. I I think it was the first festival I ever went to. So I was probably 16 or 17. I was on MySpace. I think we're talking 2006, maybe. I think it was 2006. Uh, yeah, around that time. I was on MySpace. And someone, I didn't know her, but I followed her on MySpace. She was selling a day ticket for Reading Festival. Reading Festival is a weekend thing, right? But you could get day tickets, so you only go one day. And I didn't really know anyone going. Uh, we hadn't planned to stay, go there or go for the whole weekend. But she was selling a cheap, you know, a, a knockoff of the actual price for the day ticket. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go. You know, I can afford it. Um, there's some bands playing I want to see. So I bought it off her. Uh, and, you know, all fine. Paid her, got the ticket. Next thing I know, um, I get the train down to Red. And, you know, I'm 16, so I still, you know, I don't do too much. I'm not that, you know, I'm not doing too too many things like, well, I'm not getting on trains very often to the other side of the country, you know, that sort of thing. I'm still a little bit of a little boy, in a way. It was a big trip, you know, put it that way. Uh, so I go there. And I think this girl was there with a few other people. And one of my brother's mates was there as well. Um, So, you know, you don't have smartphones then, but I had a a mobile. And uh, so I get there. I'm on my own, bear in mind. Get in. And then I ring my brother's mate and the girl who gave me a ticket. And I can't get through to either of them. So I'm like, fuck. Fair enough. And I try the whole day. I can't get through to either of them. But, you know, bearing in mind, I found out later on that, it just, they, that either their phone was off in their tent or, I don't know, maybe they are just ghosting me. I'll, I'll never know. But I did find out later on that they were like, oh, shit, sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't answer my phone. I didn't have my phone on me or the battery had died or whatever, something like that. So I ended up basically fucking staying the whole day on my own. Which I didn't mind too much. Um, I didn't mind too much because I just thought, fuck it, I'll, you know, I'm watching music. I don't really need someone there with me. I'm 16. I can't. I can't. I can't get booze. I'm going to get ID. So I just went round for the whole day watching these bands. Had a fair, good, good enough time, but the trouble came fucking at the end because I didn't plan at this point where like I didn't plan out to get home or if I think no that was it I fucking stay I was supposed to stay with this this bird and her mates in their tents and then just leave in the morning 
but I couldn't get hold of them. So I was like, fuck. So I went to the train station, Reading train station, to get a bus back to Leicester. And there was like, it was like 11, 12 at this point. And they, they were like, no more buses, no more trains, sorry, no more trains. Uh, and I was like, all right, well, can I just wait in the station then till morning? And he was like, no, you gotta, you, you're not, no, you can't. We're, we're locking up the station. You gotta go somewhere else. I was like, fuck's sake. So I went back to the fucking campsite. I think she told me the area that her tent would be beforehand, before the day. So I kind of loitered around that where I thought that area was. Couldn't find anything. And at this point, I'm getting fucking desperate, you know. And I even went up to like a group of like teenage girls. And I was just like, like fucking Oliver Twist, man, like hat in hand. I was like, I'm so sorry to bother you, but I've lost my friends and I need to get a train in the morning. I don't have anywhere to stay. <laughs> Is it possible if I just sleep, sleep uh, in one of your tents and I'll promise I'll just go in the morning, you know, or I'll sleep outside if it's a problem. And they were like, oh, I'm really sorry. Um, you know, I didn't, we don't have enough room and I was like okay no problem bye like just so pathetic and they did take pity on me but I mean understandably they weren't going to let a fucking stranger sleep in their tent so I I came I was out of options at this point and it was about 2am and it started fucking raining now as well and I knew I could get a train at 6 to Birmingham and I thought well I bet if I get to Birmingham you know I'll my dad can pick me up from Birmingham. It's only an hour. It's an hour's drive in the morning as opposed to, a, you know, a three, four-hour drive in the middle of the night. So I fucking found a gala bingo near the station. It was, like, up from the street. So you had to walk up some steps to get to the, to the entrance of the gala bingo. And I went round the side of it and I fucking slept rough. I had a sleeping bag and I slept rough underneath like a tiny bit of sh like shelter from the rain. But I, I had to like keep my knees up because otherwise my legs would be out in the rain. So I kept, so I slept with my knees up like a proper fucking homeless guy. Uh, and I kept waking up about every two hours and I woke up at like, three and then five and then uh, what maybe yeah maybe two two times or three times i woke up every few hours because i had really bad cramp from like from like keeping my knees up from the rain it was fucking horrible and then like i couldn't i couldn't afford to like i didn't have enough money on me to get a train all the way back to leicester so i got one to birmingham and my dad managed to pick me up from there in the morning like saturday morning I think it was, yeah, Saturday morning he picked me up. And he, first he says, I fucking hell, you stink. Because <laughs> I'd slept rough, you know. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty fucking grim experience. Um, so, fair play to anyone that does sleep homeless regularly or has done in the past. It ain't, it ain't very comfortable. Anyway, that went on a bit, didn't it? Uh, let's do the next song. This is another band I saw at a festival. Uh, this band is called The Men, which I like already, which I'm sure you do as well. The Men. And the song is called Bataille. I don't really know how to pronounce that. It looks, I think it looks French. Bataille. B-A-T-A-I-L-L-E. 
the men Bataille.
men, Bataille. I love, I, I love, I love that sort of rock. I like really heavy rock music that doesn't sound like annoying metal. Um, and that, they, they fit the bill. I think I said that about another band, maybe California X a few episodes ago. Just that sort of like hard rock, still kind of cool. Yeah, anyway, really good. I was thinking the other day, right? What what do meme accounts do when they've had a death in the family? So what do, what do I mean is there's a lot of meme accounts these days that they don't they're not just a, they're not like faceless like there's a personality that comes through and they may even you may even know what they look like or you know they they built like a personality to their meme account so they post memes and they have funny captions, um, but you know they, they, it, there's someone behind it's not just like a a meme machine that just posts reposts ones they find funny like a lot of them are there's more now that are like oh you know I have a you know like for the obvious example is like the the fat Jewish he was like the fucking main one back in the day wasn't he but there's loads now you know even like Poundland Bandit he he's like that's a personality isn't it some of the it's a it post memes but there's also you know a bit about the person. But some some accounts literally, you know, like you've got to keep up appearances. You've got to fucking post every single day permanent content just to keep yourself on like the timeline or the news feed. And like I've been doing that a little bit with my Instagram. Like obviously I don't really promote this show much, but I thought well, what I'll do is I'll, I'll make the odd, as soon as I think of a funny idea for a meme or a joke, I'll post it because then at least then I'm like, on the news feed so people go oh yeah that was funny i must remember to put that episode on so it's like a way where i'm not embarrassed to like promote my um podcast you know as opposed to like please listen please listen but yeah anyway but yeah these meme cat they they've some of them are posting three four times a day so they've just permanently got to be like in fucking funny mode or like banter mode and i do think like what if they just what if they're like? What if their mum died or their brother died? Do they? What, what would they? What do they do then? Do they still like fight through the tears and post memes, or do they just go taking a bit of time off? Because like, that's not funny, is it? You suddenly be like, oh god, well this meme account's bloody miserable now. This is morbid, you know. So what, do you think? Do you think they just like don't post for a few days, or it could be like a few weeks if it's like a big death, you know, like a close relative you might you might need weeks months off so do you think they just do that and hope no one notices or would they say it or would they even the worst well not the worst one but the most crazy one is like they still doing their fucking you know their routine of posting memes and acting all wacky and literally their fucking dad died the day before just got me thinking what what do meme accounts do if there's a death in the family anyway have a think on that while I play the last song. I've noticed, actually, for this episode, one, two, three of the songs have been female singers. Two have been instrumental, but one of those instrumentals is by a non-binary artist, and then only one of them has had a man singing on it, and they are actually called The Men. So this is a fucking proper woke episode, man. Like, got really got onto the, uh, you know, the exclusivity. 
anyway, so this last song is by a band called Hardcore, but that's like a play on words, heart, and then, you know, like the Marine Corps, C-O-R-P, C-O-R-P-S, so it's Hardcore. It's quite a, quite a cheeky play on words, that, isn't it? Uh, and yeah, and this song is called, so this is Hardcore, and this song is called Lucky Charm, and then in brackets, Medora Road version.
Hardcore. Lucky Charm. Medora Road version. Fucking well good, that song. My mate got me into that about five, six years ago. And I was like, bad boy. Bad, bad boy. Bad boy. Uh, anyway, um, let's get out of here. Ooh, ooh, ex- outro, outro. Um, uh, I, 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 I'll come clean. I'm fucking running out of people to plug. I've run out of mates. Um, so... I think I think after this episode, I might just have to because I I always try and do like an Instagram handle because it just makes think makes it easier to plug, in my opinion. But I might have to start thinking outside the box now, and and uh, it's not going to have to be mates. And I don't know, maybe next week I'll fucking plug McDonald's or something. Um, no, maybe maybe I'll just start plugging. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to plug after this because. I've, I've run out of fucking people to do it. But I've, I've completely... This is a good one, though. Uh, this is a lad I used to work with. I don't know him very well these days, but he's a fucking top, top guy. I've never been... I've never made too many friends, like, in work. Because, I, I don't know, I, I get along with them, but I don't, I don't see myself hanging out with them much outside of work. But this guy, even though I don't really know him too well these days... But this guy was a fucking legend. And he has a photography account on Instagram, which also leads to a website, which also leads to he sells prints. So, you know, it's not just go on there and look at his photos. You can actually, there's a business behind it. There's, you know, there's money to be made, put it that way. Uh, but this guy, yeah, so I'll just give you his handle. It's Ted Lamb Photo. Let me just check the uh, handle on that. Chamsi Manyo, which is Korean for wait a minute. Chamsi Manyo, let me just... Oh, yeah, Ted Lam Photo. So I'll just spell that. T-E-D, like Ted, Father Ted. Lam, as in like roast lamb. Photo, as in short for photograph. Ted Lam Photo. T-E-D-L-A-M-B-P-H-O-T-O. Ted Lam Photo. This guy's photography is unreal. And I'm not just saying that. I probably faked it a few times with the plugs. But I genuinely fucking love this guy's photography. And the what I love the most is he does he does some portraits. portraits, uh, uh, But it's his sort of outdoor nature, wildlife photography that he does. That is, some of it's fucking mind-blowing, man. It should be winning those, like... Uh, those fucking National Geographic awards for like wildlife photography. They some of them are fucking class. You know, there's no animals in it. There's no people in it. It's just nature. But some of them are so fucking good. So go check it out if you like photography. Uh, buy a print, uh, and yeah, everyone will feel happy about it. Um, yeah. So yeah, let's get out of here. Um, I'll try and do the next one a bit earlier. I think I had a week off from 16 to 17. So when I do 18, I'll try and do a bit, try and do it a bit earlier. I was going to do an episode last night, but I stupidly left my fucking scrapbook at work. And I know that I'm not, mate, no planning goes into these episodes other than a talking point and the song to play. I haven't got a fucking like script that I'm reading off, which is probably pretty fucking obvious from like episode one. But uh, yeah, I may, I'll, I'll try and do episode eighteen a bit earlier because I just I want to get them out, want to get them done, and then call it a day for a bit. Um, 
Also, oh yeah, a mate of mine said you should. They were moaning that you can't um, find the songs. And I kind of did that on purpose because I didn't want it to just be like, you know, really of like a, like a play like a Spotify playlist. Because I was like, what's the point in doing a podcast? You could just, you know, mass send a Spotify playlist if the only thing that matters is, you know, finding the song. But I think once I've finished the podcast, well, once I've finished season one, I'm gonna go back and put track IDs on all the episode information things. So then you can just copy and paste the uh, the artist and the song title into whatever you use to find your music. I think that's what I'll do. But I'm only going to do it once I've finished them all, with the idea being that people, you know, go back to an episode and I don't know, get the numbers up, whatever. Anyway, let's. I'm fucking going on. Uh, let's get out of here. So I hope whatever you do after listening to this podcast is fun make sure you enjoy yourself maybe you will go to a bird sanctuary and um pretend you're like that scene in alan partridge uh, and make make someone laugh by doing your shit alan partridge impression uh maybe you will um go on the internet and start looking at uh BBC iPlayer for some interesting documentaries that are on there uh, that you can impress your mates with. Uh, maybe you will um, take a bath, listen to some whale noises, put a fucking bath bomb from bath bomb from Lush in the bath, and just fucking chill out. Um, I'm getting really bad at these. Uh, obviously. I do them ad lib, but they're getting really bad. Anyway, I will see you for episode 18, which will be whenever I feel like it. Bye, bye, bye.